0: Welcome to issue 3 of the Uncanny Rebirth crisis. I wanted to call it universe today for some reason. Wow, okay. I think we've entered a new universe. We,
1: we just spawned <laughs> off our own cinematic universe. Is that what this is?
0: It will one day that's that's <laughs> the 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 future of meta is actually a comic book movie about a couple of nerds doing a comic book podcast
1: about a comic book movie universe. <laughs> So easy. we're here
0: today and we're going to run down the news for you, some new comics you should be reading, and preview the amazing Brightburn. So let's just get started, run down, what news are we going to be discussing today?
1: So we've got the Vertigo cancellation, we've got Ugh. Swamp Thing's cancellation, but new rumours surrounding Is there anything it. good? <laughs> um, there is! Danny Boyle wants to do another 28 Days Later film, JJ Abrams is writing a Spider-Man book, there's more live-action Spider-Verse rumours, and Marvel is supposedly toy to Keanu Reeves. So
0: so before we start i want to do something that isn't currently on our show notes but i just want to speak about it okay hit me if you are the sort of comic book nerd out there that thinks it's okay to socially online bully a seven-year-old girl (laughs) go fuck yourself Go fucking Why why is
1: this the second week running where we've had to tell people to go fucking? I don't know,
0: but like as a general thing, don't be shit to people. Like
1: And especially don't be shit to a seven year old girl. So for those of
0: you who don't know, the young actress that played Iron Man's Daughter, I Love You Three Thousand, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Um Has been bullied online Um, There are You know Some people going Well why does a 7 year old Have Instagram That's not the fucking point
1: Well and I'd like to point out That it's her parents That are running her Instagram But if you're
0: a grown ass person
1: Yeah And you are going
0: on And trolling a 7 year old You need to question Whether or not You're all right in the head Exactly but because I just want to get out that negativity right now, so let's go straight into the negative shit. <laughs> Talk to me about Swamp Thing. Were we right? No, were no, we wrong? What's going on? Let's
1: go Vertigo first. Let's take the big one. Okay. The Vertigo you know, imprint from DC Comics has been folded. Um, I'm
0: really sad about this. So am I. And I have to be honest, you know I'm not the biggest DC head, but actually most of the comics that I've yeah, really been into from DC have been through Vertigo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know,
1: Alan Moore, Swamp Thing, pure Vertigo.
0: <laughs> you know You're mean? not allowed to talk about Alan Moore Swamp. I feel like I mentioned Alan Moore Swamp thing in every podcast. Oh, ever. so do we. I I'm, think I'm people, fully on board now. I think I think honestly, people are starting to think I've only ever read one one
1: arc of comics, yeah. and that is Alan Moore Swamp. Thing. <laughs> and that and you've only read Immortal Hulk because that's another one we keep talking about every <laughs> and week. And guess what? We're going to talk about again today. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we but are. So, why? Why did Vertigo go? Um, basically, uh, DC want to fold everything under one banner. And for, you know, a company standpoint, yeah, fine, I get it. But considering what Vertigo stood for, you know, being allowed to tell these edgy, weird stories.
0: It's like an edgy kind of independent that ran out of DC. And I think that's kind of what it...
1: You know, there's like Sandman, you've got Preacher, you know, again, it's one thing. You just get all these weird as fuck stories that, that aren't always in continuity. They're, you know, they're on their own separate... You know, titles. And it often pushed of...
0: the boundaries and also challenged society within them because they didn't have to follow uh, like the, the brand ethos of yeah, like this exactly. overpowered super universe. And I think that's what I liked about Vertigo. It was always off kilter. It never felt like, oh, I'm reading a, a comic that everybody else is reading today. Yeah, it no, always you felt mean. like you were getting something original. And you gave getting Where,
1: something special. Yeah, yeah,
0: whether you liked it or not, that was the ethos of a vertigo yeah
1: definitely um, so basically, the, it's going to the, become black label, yeah, right? The, the black label is basically uh. taking over for their edgy side of things. And to be fair, the you know, well, they, 90... they've certainly followed edgy with well, getting Superman. Uh, Ninety-five percent of the stuff they're doing is great. <laughs> I'm just I don't even want to fucking think about Year One Superman. I and... just can't
0: wait for issue two. Oh but... god!
1: Sorry, if it's been a planet today, but issue one, and I was like, I can't. I don't want it. I don't want to disgrace my shelves with it. <laughs>
0: well, support comics. Support I comics, bought just... year. One Superman Did you? You know I did I bought it so I could read it I bought it on Comixology I
1: just
0: And Because I I, You know I knew I wasn't going to like it But You have to support creators I get it
1: but I couldn't, I couldn't buy the physical copy of it. Do you know what I mean? No, oh, I
0: won't be buying the physical. I no. bought the digital. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Same. I thought
1: you meant you actually bought the.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want that anywhere near my house. I don't want there to be any opportunity for my daughter to grow up and oh, accidentally Christ. find that comic and think that that's what her dad was into. <laughs> I mean, you've read Necronomicon, right? <laughs> uh, but, uh, he says thinking about the graphic novels on his shelf. <laughs> oh, no, the
1: don't, boys! Don't,
0: don't, 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 please don't read Year One. Uh, Super man but feel free to read crossed by garth ennis (laughs) (laughs) no channel yourself 14 volumes of the walking dead but whatever you do don't read one one.
1: Um, interestingly though basically so joe hill uh son of stephen king you know horror writer as well as his his dad um has announced that there's a new line coming out of black label, which is almost kind of replacing Vertigo. So
0: uh, We're going to close Vertigo, but what we are going to do is bring you a new label out of black that's also like Vertigo. It's
1: kind of weird. So there's black label Hill House Comics. Now, I mean, you know, Steve, Stephen King's son writing comics. Cool. It's, just like, that's it's great. Just like
0: Dark Horse, <laughs> but it kind of feels like that, doesn't it? It's
1: like, all right, we've got an imprint under a banner that's writing a separate series. So of are comic. they saying it's that DC
0: strange. Black is its own publishing now? I have no idea. Like this is also confusing. It's very I'm sure strange. we'll discuss this more and more and more. Yeah. But we found out more information on Swamp Thing cancellation yeah, and a little bit of what. We could get in
1: future because of Yeah, it. so basically, yeah, we all know about Swamp Thing being cancelled, and I'm particularly gutted about it. I'm bummed the, about it. It's um, amazing. You know, the, the most recent episode was fucking flawless. Yeah. They introduced uh, Abby and Swamp Thing's relationship properly. Like, they begin to actually have a dialogue between them, and it was, it was great. Um, and it was so was It was, fucking it was like the
0: actual personification of uh, using the aubergine emoji <laughs> as a penis. Because no. that's essentially. <laughs> Swamping's we're gonna get there penis. we're
1: so gonna get there if you um, don't get
0: a veg boning <laughs> in this season then it's leading me completely down the wrong path i mean here.
1: that literally happens in in comics yeah like the it, veg it, it's a thing yeah pretty yeah. Much, yeah oh your uh,
0: marrow is engorged mr <laughs> swamp thing what what do you use upon your vegetables to make them so supple and gorged? Please stop please no no I, for some reason, I mixed a uh, swamp thing with uh, Wallace and Gromit's Curse of the Were Rabbit. There,
1: I don't. I, 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 I have wow, wow. <laughs> Do you know what? That's a crossover. I really want to see swearbox DJ writing fanfic since 2019, <laughs> like fan dick. Um. So yeah, moving on. Uh, yeah, we all know yeah, about cancellation. Was an um, awful, awful just stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Derek Mears was recently talking to Collider about um, you know, how much love and effort went into the show. It was a really interesting interview. Um, and basically, the, the conversation has come out of Warner Brothers now that they might actually be looking at doing a film. Now, it's not specific as to whether they're just going to take the show and the cast and the crew and just go, right, there you go, there's however many millions make a film or if it's going to be its own thing and um, that's the only sort of uncertainty now if the show has had such great reception they'd be, be you really fucking brain dead because the thing is, to is just be like oh you know that show you loved cool rebooted but on the big screen it'll be fine the, the, no. thing, is, is
0: that, is the thing is from that perspective it's like dcr trying to bring everything under a, a singular banner under yeah the wb banner what you know from their point of view, you had Aquaman that did a billion billion mm-hmm. fucking US dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, at, relatively, apart from people who watched Batman versus Superman and Justice League, no one knew who Arthur Curry was, right? Well, uh, outside of our community, okay,
1: fair. Yeah, yeah, outside of yeah. our
0: community, and before New Fifty Two, no one wanted to know who Arthur Curry was. Uh,
1: did you watch Justice League animated and Unlimited? Because they no, was I was too sick. busy watching good cartoons. Um. Wow! <laughs> we're going to unpack all that on an entirely separate podcast, because you are so wrong. <laughs> we'll do a
0: versus show of m- my Spider-Man and X-Men animated series. Look, I'm not saying Justice it's leads. up there, but it,
1: they were good. They were genuinely good. Batman the animated but series. My point,
0: my point being, if you're going to put on another movie of a superhero property that potentially not that isn't, you know, in the zeitgeist currently. Yeah. You might as well do it with a cast that's already built so much love for them because there really is throughout the yeah. internet Again, love for this cast. Four and... episodes
1: in, that's saying a lot, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and obviously some of that love will be like, oh it's cancelled so I have to love but it. That's a great thing. But I mean that's like how a Firefly.
0: That's how Firefly, Lucifer uh, yeah. Constantine have survived this many years. My
1: only issue with um, doing a movie is that I worry they'd go to CG with it. And I think part of what makes is the, the series effects. so great is the practical effect. I just
0: don't think if James Wan is going to be attached to this yeah, exactly, he would he would make that mistake. I just no, don't think, think he'd compromise. Um, so, uh, Speaking of movies that may or may not have had their time uh, Danny Boyle Third instalment of Twenty Eight series. Yeah. Now
1: this it's kind of it's been rumored for like years,
0: has not it? Really? Yeah. I mean, this was re- I remember reading about this like before Twenty Eight weeks. Yeah. In kind of Empire planned... magazine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they kind of planned a trilogy, or they had an idea for a trilogy. Um, so they, uh, the minute they said that he's had a, a thoroughly good, wonderful, are the words that he, he used, um, idea for a third film. Now. Whether that is, you know, in response to yesterday's somewhat mixed reactions online. um, just like, oh, well, you know, that film that you didn't like, well, I'm doing another one of the one that you did. Yeah. Whether it was a bit of that. Um, but he's had it with Alex Garland, who wrote, obviously, the original.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't hopefully. have any problem with them... Doing a twenty-eight months later. Yeah, yeah, I really don't. But Listen,
1: it, it, it needs to be fresh.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you you made a really good point the other day you, you, when uh online when you were talking about like how zombie movies have progressed mm-hmm. and come forward. There is nothing that Danny Boyle, within reason, mm-hmm. can bring to the table that currently Asian cinema isn't already bringing to the table. Completely agree. Like Train to Busan is yeah. one of the scariest, most harrowing zombie movies of all time.
1: And it's not through, you know, intense jump scares. It's not through, you know, your traditional... It's
0: through triggered anxiety yeah. of what the fuck would you do in this circumstance? You know, it's
1: a confined space. You're only on it for a certain amount of time. So even Snakes though you're dodging... on a
0: plane yeah.
1: with passengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um... I was so tense throughout that film. I mean, it's yeah, it's fucking fantastic. And
0: The scene where they're running through the station, the glass Holy station, shit, is right. Out, and don't get me wrong, I do think there is a certain level of inspiration from Twenty Eight uh, Days and Twenty Eight Weeks that lends yeah, itself to the current overarching wave of zombie, uh, like media that's out there. You know, you look at some of the games that have come out recently, yeah, um, and a lot of them are. Based on that kind of like zombie dynamic that Danny Boyle brought to the table. I mean, mm. honestly, I cannot remember before 28 Days Later seeing that kind of um, fast animated like zombie. Yeah, the, only, the
1: only thing that I could think of is like um, Return of the Living Dead yeah. sort of thing. Um, but in terms of like fast Screaming, terrifying, like zombies. pure rage.
0: Because that's and I yeah. love that element of it. They yeah, tried they to ground it more in science as yeah. such.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's what made them so terrifying. Almost it's like it's not the hordes of the undead. It's some weird bacteria that's got. Yeah, happen, do you know what I mean? Um, like a rabies for humans. Yeah, human. exactly. And I, so
0: that what, that what what I'd like to see is <laughs> every time I think about this, like because I've thought about it like, since we started doing those show notes. Yeah. I th- come up with an idea and i'm like oh that'd be really good and i really want him to surprise me and it's danny boyle so he probably will but like i had this idea of oh what about this and what about this and then i was like oh that's girl with all the gifts oh that's another, <laughs> <Do you> know- <laughs> another great like great fast, example zombie of- film. fast zombie movie that completely flips the genre on its head yeah exactly that's um, another one
1: that's scary without needing jump scares and that's the thing i think it's also not
0: gross out violent as well which kind of almost makes it
1: whereas 28 weeks i mean the eyeball scene
0: yeah Uh, (laughs) i mean (laughs) do you know what i mean well the scene where uh, in in the hospital where yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah
1: um but i think for danny boyle if he's hopefully this is just me wishing i'd quite like him to do a story framed against the zombie outbreak. Yeah, or whatever. Do you know what I mean. He needs to have a trying plant.
0: to live in this new world, like this yeah. post-apocalyptic world. So the, the world, way that yeah. the way that
1: I'm thinking, I mean, not this is probably a terrible idea, but you know, say Trance, one of his previous yeah. films, in the middle of a you know a secluded safe zone. Something like what about that. If
0: he proper J.J. Abrams does, Holy and he did shit. like a, um, a Cloverfield Lane.
1: Yeah. That would be cool. Be cool.
0: It like. The horror doesn't come from outside. From that's just the background. Well, that's a,
1: yeah, but to be fair, that's the first film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's... You know, I would
0: rather, honestly, like if we're going back to that era of cinema, uh, you know, 28 Which days I later, am
1: Which I am all down for, yeah. by the way. Can
0: we just get a Dog Soldiers reboot? Holy shit. <laughs> I just nice, Paul. And I just, I want to go there. Yeah. Like those are the sorts of things I want to revisit. One sort of like trashy early 2000s movies that... We can kind of make better now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. when you, I know we mentioned it uh, quite a bit as well. Uh, uh, love, death, and um, robots. Mm. There's that scene where there's the uh, the werewolf set on the background of Afghanistan.
1: Holy, that was fantastic. And I
0: want to see movies like that. I want to say right. So, and, and this is the thing. I'm not crapping on this idea at all. But I want to go back to like Blade, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Take Blade yeah, yeah. and put that with our sensibilities now and explore that. I want to... Mystery Men. I want to see a Mystery (laughs) Men remake. I mean,
1: you say Blade, you know, there's a perfect um, narrative of, like... um looking at classism yeah uh, you know vampires as like subhumans or vice versa even imagine you...
0: a ryan kugler blade
1: holy shit that'd be cool or
0: an ava duvernay blade an ava duvernay blade. no an ava duvernay
1: Ooh, blade i mean I, to be fair, i'm still i'm still holding out for ava duvernay's new gods i'm so excited i mean that. don't get me wrong <laughs> i'm saying i know what you're saying even even something if with we social went, relevance even
0: if we went like a uh, um uh, a jordan peele blade Ooh. do you know what I mean Ooh, so we went yeah. really yeah. really odd but class system like you know he's also outcast because he is he doesn't fit in either world yeah that's yeah. what I want to see and that's why uh, we're seeing a lot recently of cinema just mining old products and putting another sequel in yeah yeah I want to see reworkings of things that kind of were there and kind of like niche and kind of awesome mm-hmm. but just bringing them into now and making them culturally significant yeah that's what i want to see but anyway speaking of completely culturally unsignificant <laughs> we've got another a spider-man book other books, <laughs> i love spider-man but do we need another spider-man book that's the question no. i'm asking
1: uh, no i mean i i looked on the shelves today um and there were six yeah. And that's probably not even all of them. No. You know, there, I, mean. um, I know there
0: are definitely six running. Well, uh, around. sorry,
1: that was that was six Peter Parker books as well. Let alone Superior Spider-Man and Miles Morales Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, etc, you know. Yeah. I mean, so basically the announcement last week which Future Amon handily jumped in and explained, um is JJ Abrams and his son are writing a Spider-Man book. Now, I've seen mixed reactions to this online. On one hand, the idea itself, JJ Abrams writing Spider-Man, cool nice one um the other side of it is well his son's just kind of jumped ahead you know there's a lot of creators vying for you know positions at marvel
0: i felt like this was is it when did you watch the promo video yeah i yeah. honestly felt like this was bring yourself to work day. dad i'd really like to write a spider-man comic how do i go about it oh i'll just write it with you and then we'll get it yeah. like that's what this felt like this didn't so basically feel that's like a...
1: that's like me and you writing comics yeah
0: no because <laughs> neither of us have an in neither of us have any pull from it whatsoever no i know you it's that. literally like oh like uh, you uh, know it would be like if you were like i want to be in a band i'm like okay cool i'll take come one support me. Me. yeah yeah, yeah, th- yeah that's yeah, what it felt yeah. like it's like oh i'll use my name to give you your dream it's like the jump ahead so yeah and I it's saw... like did they purposely dress like each other for that i don't promo, know but it it was, it was weird. fucking strange. It felt like a Woody Allen sketch.
1: I wonder if J.J. Abrams actually hasn't been, you know, making films, but he's been making autobiographies. And he's actually cloned himself, and that is his clone.
0: Oh my god, clone saga. It's it's a six-issue r- reveal that his son is a clone of J.J., and he will continue the J.J. legacy of weird... And at times completely missing the mark (laughs) of programs (laughs) and movies in media going forward. We've done it. We've uncovered the ending. Kadabba is actually J.J. Abrams killing his own clones that went wrong.
1: Yeah. So that's the thing. He takes
0: his mask off at the end and it's J.J. Abrams. No,
1: he struggles to take his mask off because it gets caught in his glasses.
0: (laughs) He takes his mask off at the end and it's J.J. Abrams
1: saying, hey, Stop it! Don't you bitch out on Lost? Lost is great, apart from the ending, which we don't talk about.
0: <laughs> Isn't that basically how we have to uh, fringe out anything to do with JJ Abrams? Fringe. What an amazing, fringe. an amazing kind of series, or what an amazing movie if we don't talk about the last ten minutes, if we don't talk about the last
1: episode. That, and aside from Fringe, I'd like to point out the last series of Fringe was concise, but.
0: But tell it story. But what I'm saying is, is are really. we going to get this out of six issues? Are we going to get
1: four yeah. of the best
0: issues of all time of Spider-Man, yeah. and we're going to be like, oh my god, why is this only a mini series? I need more. Oh my god, please give me more spaff on my face with your webbing, and then it but, ends. And then, and then the last few, like, what? And then at the end, like he lifts up his mask and he goes, Norman osborne you're my father. Oh, uh, god. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm excited to read it. We've oh, got to wait until September. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I'll read it, it. But I mean, I'm I just... don't want to be cynical, Dav. Cynical Dav.
1: <laughs> but I will be. <laughs> I'm going to make that a new uh, sound bite that I'm just going to play cynical randomly. Cynical Dav. Cynical Dav. So um, this
0: next thing, I... <sighs> this is a, the the story in which there is rumors mm, heavy rumors heavy rumors supplied um, by the some comments that may or may not have been made about the fact that the multiverse leads on to potentially in about 6 years time what would be an amazing storyline of doing a into the spider verse but with Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield and can't believe I'm even bloody saying this but Toby Maguire as well. Yeah. Now um... I do not want this. I do not want this anywhere near... I don't no, want to a, think
1: for a second... In a bubble image, like, seeing them stood together... It's great. Cool. cool. Can it be executed well on a film? Absolutely fucking The only not.
0: thing I want from this... The only thing I want from this is... If they're going to do multiverse, I wouldn't mind seeing the... You know, like in uh, Spider-Verse, right? Do you know what? Well, we've do got you know some Actually, of the events from the movies I was gonna say, mirrored. Yeah,
1: no. I wouldn't mind it cameos. Yes. They walk in, they pop out, and one of them's like, what the fuck? And that's or, it. I don't want he it to be sees like...
0: multiple versions of the Spider-Man, and yeah. one of them's Andrew Garfield, and one of them's Tony yeah. Maguire. That's cool. I do not want a storyline in which all three of them must team up. No. That I, is... I just... Kevin that Feige has not touched this idea. <laughs> Kevin Feige has not even sneezed near this idea. No, this, this is Amy pu- Pascal. This, this is pure, is pure Amy, Amy Pascal. Pascal. <laughs> this is Sony um, to a T. It's like, yeah. oh, we've got something here. I know. Do you not do really good? We should
1: put, Money. We should put Money. everything
0: together. And then Spider-Man's going to meet Darth Vader.
1: Oh, wait. We don't know that yet.
0: Oh, we don't own that,
1: <laughs> but uh, and then obviously there's the uh, constant talks for Venom crossover. That's gonna happen. I mean... I mean,
0: as much again, I'm unlike you. I will defend Venom,
1: which surprises me considering that they didn't do Secret Wars, and you are the biggest Secret Wars yeah. fan I know.
0: I knew I couldn't get it, and yeah. I knew I wasn't gonna get it, but <sighs> I, I. It's gonna happen. I didn't find Venom atrocious. I actually thought it was very like a lot of Venom. It's it, like the way it's written, how weird uh. Tom Hardy plays it. It it felt like Venom to me. I couldn't I couldn't deny it's mm. not the best Venom I've ever read, but it it certainly felt like it. Um, what I the didn't...
1: conversations between Venom and Eddie were yeah, great, amazing. It's what... the rest of the film I have an issue I with. Have... My my <laughs> issue
0: with it is that there was a better Venom movie that came out that same year, and it's called Upgrade. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that's straight up it, a great. better a better Venom movie. Completely. So if you're gonna do that whole schizo voice inside your head thing, go to Upgrade mm-hmm. because that is the example. Yeah. Um, but it does concern me about the crossover from a fan point of view. I would kill to see Tom Holland wearing that symbiote suit. Uh,
1: so would I. And, um, and
0: that would be... But the... there
1: There is another rumor. Kevin Feige
0: has also come out and said that there will not be a big event movie for a considerable amount of time. Yeah. And yeah. so therefore... And good. Uh, I think... Yeah, and, you know, yeah we got to build it up ha- again. We had
1: Infinity War and Endgame yeah. in the space of a year. Like, We've got to build it up again. That. But
0: that does mean straight up, we are not going to see... Secret Wars done to how we how we got Infinity War, and unless me,
1: it's in ten years
0: time. Yeah, but then which Tom case, Holland will not be Spider Man in ten years.
1: Time. Uh, I was about to say wrong, according to another rumor. Nah. Um, supposedly they want him on for nine films, so three in his school years, three in his college years, and three as an adult. I mean, I'm... I mean the idea is fine, but is, like we say, but with the comic Tom books, young is young too much... Are they going
0: to, are they honestly going to, like, Hugh Jackman him? Like... It's,
1: I mean, if they've got him on a contract, then... But do you know th- what I mean? What
0: I find interesting is that they had him on a contract for five movies, yeah, to start with, yeah. which was the two, the two team-ups, and then... Well, actually, they must have had six, and they must have had to renegotiate, but mm-hmm. anyway, they've had three team-up movies, and what will be the three Spider-Man movies. Mm. Um, So I think they did have him for five. And then that third one, it has been all but confirmed that the third Spider-Man solo movie will also be part of the MCU. Yeah. Now, everyone is up in the air at the moment about whether or not they're keeping Spider-Man in the MCU. When you say things like that, they they want him for uh, for nine movies. It's like, we've got to get over a bigger hurdle first. Mm. We've got to get over the hurdle of is Sony going to let Spider-Man go with how successful Venom's been?
1: Exactly, I mean...
0: And it's... that is... Unless they Ish. can... Re- because Venom was was cool and fun, but it did not feel... Mm. It did not feel MCU. There was
1: nothing shiny about no, it. There was shiny? N- it was fucking... You could barely bloody see anything. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we've all watched Game of Thrones, right? Uh, but, Are you telling me you could tell which symbiote was which when they're fucking fighting yeah, across that silver bloody...
0: Silver, one's black. It was he not did. shit. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off track. Yeah, way off track. But um, it's just not going to happen for I, a long time. No. And I think that the chances of him signing for another six movies is I mean, slim to is slim old, to none.
1: I mean, if Hugh Jackman obviously got bored, are you going to get? I mean, you say that. Six you say that. Films, but, but Chris
0: Evans uh, and Chris Hemsworth—they've yeah. done a very similar thing. 10 years,
1: yeah, but... 8
0: movies, Like yeah, that's but... that's pretty
1: damn close to what we're asking Tom Holland to do. Uh, well, Tom Holland's looking at more like 12 then, if you're including all the Avengers films. Yeah, and I mean, don't get Solo, me wrong, that's... but
0: that is a paycheck. Oh yeah. D- oh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr., for example, yeah? Yeah. He was, it, when they signed him, he was an absolute nobody, hmm? right? Well, he wasn't, he wasn't a nobody. nobody. But... He was on the downward spiral, like, and Hollywood was really struggling yeah. to get with his program. Yeah. <laughs> And Iron Man came out, and, and then we... yeah, he's back up, yeah. and uh, you know that, and Tropic Thunder. I, yeah, I do. Uh, quote Tropic Thunder <laughs> yeah, is I love Tropic the, Thunder <laughs> the start of Robert Downey Jr.'s Rise to Fame again. Um, but but realistically, let's let's look at this. I think that we're not going to see this movie ever. I'm going to call it right now. There will not be a crossover movie.
1: I think you're more likely to see them in uh, the Spider Verse sequel. Yeah, the animated. What season. was the last movie you watched, Toby Maguire Uh, Great Gatsby
0: what was the last movie you watched uh, Andrew Garfield on where it was anything other than Oscar winning?
1: Uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. That was <laughs> quite a fucking while ago, Well, yeah, not counting Spider-Man. I'm that
0: right now, Tobey Maguire is an actor which is very choosy about his project. Yeah. I'm saying that Andrew Garfield is now a, a, a huge character actor that is going constantly, every year for oscars 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 i love disney and i love the mcu but you're not gonna pull those two characters it's like trying to get elijah wood back to play frodo
1: (laughs) we're getting too much spider-man and i never thought that's something that i'd fucking say because i love spider-man um you know the comics the films you know very very oversaturated with spidey um So it's understandable that they're pushing in new directions.
0: Give me it. Give me an anthology Spider-Man live-action series... On the Disney streaming service, where I will have a pocket story from Andrew Garfield, I'll have a pocket story from Toby Maguire. I will see a live-action version of Miles Morales. Mm. I never need a movie then.
1: Yeah. If
0: I could get forty-five minutes with either of these characters again, <laughs> I'd be stoked.
1: But what, what I was trying to actually uh, smoothly segue into before you interrupted me Ru, well, um, was the fact that I've seen Marvel looking at doing Eternals, and supposedly they're eyeing Keanu Reeves for a role now. Apparently, they've also been eyeing Keanu Reeves for pretty much every Marvel movie they've done. Isn't everyone
0: in the world eyeing up Keanu Reeves for every role?
1: Pretty much. Um, You know, I recently read the Neil Gaiman book uh, from 2006, and it is is fucking insane. Uh, I loved it.
0: And it's the most... That version of Eternals is the most June feeling version of the eternals and i think that's what they're going to go in the rumor is that they're not going to use that book
1: yeah which you know i very very recently have written something about that which if it may or may not be out by now i'm not sure um but basically they need to use this book as the basis because it is it is prime for a movie adaptation. Um, well,
0: I, I know what I just spoke about the TV series, but like, imagine splintering that off into yeah. a Game of Thrones HBO series as well. That would be cool. Like, I mean,
1: because they're basically trying to do it as a big ensemble movie. So Bodyguards Richard Madden is supposedly playing Icarus. Um, Angelina Jolie is playing Cersei, supposedly, or she's in talks too. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and... Kumal Nanjiani, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm probably gonna get butchered online for that. Um, is supposedly playing Mark Curry slash Makari, whether that's accurate or not. Do you know what I mean? I mean,
0: I don't get me wrong, it, it's so rich and it's definitely a way to take the MCU in a kind of very cosmic way that will also be able to feel grounded because the yeah, panels is, are, you know, uh,
1: just just San Francisco and New York. Yeah um you know how does a a country deal with this you know 300 foot tall celestial appearing out of nowhere you know it's prime for for adaptation you know you've already got the cameos from ant man and the wasp because they show up towards the end of the book um iron man shows up but you know obviously that can't happen um so yeah Uh, i mean
0: don't we see uh uh A crossover at some point in the Marvel comics of Iron Maniac and uh, The Eternal. So, you know, let's not take everything we get in books. Uh, But I I do think this is good. I still stand by. I heard this uh, mentioned on another podcast. And the second it was said to me, I cannot get it out of my head. Hit me. Keanu Reeves, Mm -hmm. Silver Surfer.
1: Nice. Like, just that kind of, like, the The classic,
0: let's play into Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves doing it best. Yeah. Yeah. The, on uh, uh, like smooth monosyllabic dialogue that is almost yeah. emotionless. Like, see the other oh, the other. Pull that would be that
1: such a cool. Is Adam Warlock? Yeah, I mean that works. That works. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'd be happy with either. I mean, let's face it. I'm gonna be happy with Keanu Reeves in the MCU regardless, unless he's playing I don't know Pip the fucking troll. Um, in which case, <laughs> getting a the bin.
0: Playing Modok. <laughs>
1: Modok.
0: Playing Kang.
1: Fuck off with Kang. It's coming. Just we're going so just, cosmic. Just let it coming. Go. Um, in terms of cosmic direction, let's talk about um a retelling of Superman Year One, <laughs> but cool.
0: So, for the preview this week, I, I wanted to kind of discuss like it's only going to be in cinemas by the time this comes out, probably for another week. Yeah, it's not getting. It's Very, not getting rave reviews. It's not getting rave reviews, but it's also not getting the hype it deserves. Like we're, Sell we're talking. On it. Sell me on it aside. About Brightburn.
1: Sell me on Brightburn aside from it's Superman but evil. Come on.
0: It's so much more than that. It's a horror movie. It's straight up a horror movie. Okay, it's a horror movie set in a superhero world. But what's good about it is it does not fuck about with going ha this is superman this is you know it would be very yeah. easy to do a movie that's like oh imagine if superman was bad and then like skirt around it like get... no this this legitimately goes hey we're talking about superman <laughs> this is superman we're talking about imagine this is superman <laughs> superman superman like it's that dark and it's hey. that
1: I've seen, I've seen the eyeball scene. It's
0: a what if that you never knew you wanted okay. to the point where another character, without spoiling too much... I
1: do know about this already.
0: ...may or may not brandish some kind of lasso. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> it, it's, see that's the kind of shit I do like. That reminds me of the fun. early days of like it, the MCU. Yeah. Even you know, when they teased characters. and you'd be like, "Oh my god, they just teased Captain America." It's like it's that. fun. That's cool. And it's dark, and it is very violent. And it like is, I say, I've seen the eyeball scene. That yeah. was fucked. But did you did you feels... see the promotional material for, yeah. with the with the cupcakes? Yeah. That was fucking savage. I feel like Holy this shit.
0: is a superhero saw movie. Cool, but not as far all right okay yeah it's not quite jump scares it is it it, there are jump scares in there but it's more about knowing that you're completely outgunned (laughs) and being able to do fuck all about it
1: nice cool
0: and that is what batman versus superman should have been tried to insinuate was going through bruce wayne's head this is should have been the nightmare scene from Batman Ooh. versus Superman. So rather than him cool. with the military, yeah. it should have just been a 30 minute segment of Brightburn. Nice. Cause that would have made you instantly go, yeah, fuck Superman. <laughs> I'm with Batman. Let's kill this motherfucker. <laughs> Like, nice. that's what it would have done. And that's why you should all go and watch it and give your money because we need to support new and inventive stories like this, yep. even if it is a direct and utter rip-off of Superman.
1: <laughs> cool. Sold. I still need to go see it. <laughs> um, moving on to other dark and dreary tales, uh, we're going to look at our poll list. Now, straight off the bat, this is brand new because um, some of the things on here aren't. Um, but straight off the bat, we're talking Batman Damned, number three. Now this is a series that I've been. I was looking forward to, you know, for months before it originally debuted. Um, you know, I I wonder why uh, what because of bat dick shut up. Yeah. Um, I, I, hope I they have do that, that issue. for Robert Pattinson. I have that issue as well. I
0: hope that Robert Pattinson <laughs> gets his bat dick. Out. This is Dick Grayson now. Yeah.
1: Um, it's a very very cool story. If you haven't read it, it, basically, the art is beautiful. It's incredible. Um, the the story is uh, Batman wakes up um in a river. And the Joker's dead, and he doesn't know who's killed him, and it's implied that that Batman's the one that's done it. Mm. Um, and it's him chasing these, you know, leads, and it takes him to some very, very dark and fucked up places. But this feels like Justice
0: League dark yes it really with batman does. it really does rather because than it because it just follows all the same characters you know like in the anime uh, like animated, <laughs> animated. Like, you know in the animated um you know in the animated uh, movie of yeah. justice league Darker, yeah, yeah was it yeah. yeah and they included batman
1: they included batman imagine that something. that team you had constantine in Dead a comic Man. that's what that's batman basically had. number three yeah. yeah um so it's kind of the, the narration is uh john constantine um, you know we're slowly introduced to a variety of characters. You know Deadman appears, um, even Ettrig and the Demon at one point uh, in in issue two. Number three is Swamp Thing and Zatanna and Deadman, and there is a, just a sequence that is trippy as fuck in a club, and I I loved it. And Swamp Thing um, is
0: the size of uh, like Maestro.
1: Yeah, yes. he's fucking he's huge. huge. Um, he rips and through a graveyard.
0: Really back. Swamp Thing being that big, yeah, it's cool <laughs> as fucking it. Do you know what I mean? Someone's um, been drinking
1: their Miracle Grow. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, John Constantine. in It is snarky, sarcastic. He's very, very narcissistic, but also depressed. Like clearly, you can see that just through the through the dialogue. Um, and like you say, the artwork in it is astounding. And you do get an answer as to as to who killed the Joker, which I I, I thought was good. I, I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever read. But it was a satisfying ending. Um, so definitely,
0: that's that's one to read.
1: Definitely, I mean, I really I'm really three.
0: enjoying doing these pull lists with you because I actually feel like for the first time in like two years, I'm actually of doing in DC. It, I'm actually getting a little yes! bit interested in some DC. I knew, stuff. I knew what I went happened. away and I read uh, the Batman Who Laughs. Good. And that was nice. great. That is that's really, fucking awesome. You really, read
1: really cool. um, from the Batman uh, metal event. You should read the solo issues of each yeah. Batman. It's it's very 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 interesting, very very Elseworlds in their own way. So um,
0: speaking of Elseworlds and okay. speaking of rewriting law yet again, yet again is the Cult of
1: Carnage. Holy shit! So it's not new. It is uh it is a few weeks old. Yeah,
0: it is a few weeks
1: old, but it's fucking awesome.
0: I've been on this for. As, as long as I could have been on this for, really. Yeah, I mean, um, I,
1: I did read it when it first came out. Um, yeah. And then when I saw it in the shop today, I was like, I couldn't quite remember where where it kind of went. So like, I'm this get it. I'm essentially
0: it insinuates that that Carnage and symbiotes in general yeah. are all part of this weird, trippy, cosmic. intergalactic, <laughs> cosmic
1: game of chess. Essentially. Essentially, yeah. And, then, and it kind of ties almost to Silver, Sefer, Black that we yeah, talked about last week. But um, it
0: is, yeah, it does. We won't give anything away, but it definitely does. Yeah. But there's this weird fucking symbol throughout this book. Mm. And I cannot get it out of my head of being uh, The Last Airbender. And <laughs> yes. and I love everything about this book, but their choice of symbol <laughs> has—I'm like, hmm, fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of works. Um, I mean, the artwork for this book alone is it's mad. is mad and it's cool, and it is a very different take on Carnage because it makes Carnage cosmic. And you and for so long, Carnage and Venom haven't been cosmic. No, even been very, though they're fucking alien symbiotes,
1: you know, they're very serial killers essentially. Yeah, right? but. This makes it. This makes it creepy, and do you know, it reminded me of. I mean, I know we we said elsewhere, but it did remind me of just like a, a solo little title that had nothing in yeah. in um, uh, nothing in comparison with like continuity. Yeah. It was just so you know a stranger rolls into town. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, it's John Jameson <laughs> goes into town investigating this weird cult, um, and we do get to see Manwolf, fucking Manwolf. Man-wolf. Do you know what I mean? And Symbria, Man-Wolf, I was like, this is just fucking metal. I love it.
0: (laughs) What I really, really, this made me think of when I read Cut of Carnage originally was Guardians of the Galaxy
1: Uh, Okay, could
0: discover Carnage. Now, taking that level of fun and mixing it with that level of just heinous cosmic viciousness
1: would be so fun to watch true
0: imagine if like drax got (laughs) caught by the carnage symbiote wow (laughs) i mean you do have to suspend what you know about it because as you know carnage is the son of venom yeah um you kind of have to basically go (laughs) not really oh (laughs) Yeah, yeah but it's fun to read and it's a good what if but as i said to him last week it you know I love the Immortal Hulk. Mm-hmm. I love Cult of Carnage. Mm-hmm. I love all this. But isn't it time that
1: these big publishers gave us new heroes and villains? And actually, that brings me on to something that isn't on the pull list, but I do want to talk about, and that is Fearscape from Vault Comics. Um, nice. Now, this week, their their trade is out of, of all, all issues, and Fearscape is fantastic. It's not a you know grand battle between good and evil. It's um, one person... Uh, one storyteller each generation is chosen to go into um, into the Fearscape and defend from humanity's horrors, like the things they're most scared of. And it's not like a grand, like I say, it's not huge, uh, you know, <laughs> apocalyptic-sized beam in the sky or anything. It's a guy trying to confront the things that humanity is most scared of. And you know, the first issue, it's like a rat. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's it's fantastic. It, the the artwork is kind of ethereal, um, not quite traditional, but the narration is. So meta and self-referential that you know if you have ever read a comic, if you ever read a superhero comic, for example, it doesn't quite take the piss, but you can see where it's pointing fun at. Um, and that's by Ryan O'Sullivan uh, from Vault Comics, and basically you should just go and read everything that Vault Comics are doing at the minute because they're putting out some really cool shit. So if you are looking for new heroes and new stories that aren't you know the usual capes and cowls, go check them out
0: whilst we're on that subject as well i'll give you a blast from the past that we have talked about on the show many moons ago but along that same sort of vibe uh read the sword by mm. the lunar brothers yes same vibe like oh god what's happening girl in a wheelchair gets superpowers like that's it that's all i'm gonna tell you mm. go read it it's great um but yeah so that is our pool list this week uh you should always pick up a mortal Hulk. I think we're going to have to start leaving it off.
1: Of yeah. our thing Basically, it's... number 19 takes Betty Ross in some fucking strange places. <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck? I was reading it, I was like, right. and, and it leaves Hulk in a very interesting place as well.
0: But everyone read that, and we promise but, yeah. next week you will not see any Batman, Hulk, or Carnage <laughs> anywhere near our pool. <laughs> we will dive deep into the world and what's been released, and we will bring you some goodness.
1: But, before we go... I told you last week that I was gonna I was gonna ask you about Saga and what you do yeah, to adapt it. Yeah, you
0: kind of threw me with that one. Yeah,
1: um, and then you mentioned it when we were speaking to Millicent last week. Uh, this week even, so I'm not gonna do that. How would you make a Nemesis TV show, Dav? <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Nemesis is basically like Batman if he was a sadistic prick yeah. instead of you know
0: a very intelligent a sadistic dis- prick. Do you know what I defender. Mean? So. Nemesis is one of the greatest comics ever written. Like, just straight <laughs> nice. up, it is uh, from from the house that brought you Kickass and Kickass Two. Very similar tone, very similar vibe, but very dark. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I think the only way to tell this would similar. Funnily enough, you couldn't have picked a better one for me because I would do this in a very similar way to how uh, I was going to do Saga. Which is, I would tell this as a serial serialized long form, okay? okay. However, it would be over. It would be like True Detective, okay. And I would tell it from a cop's perspective, yeah. But in the end of Nemesis, and it's been out for like fucking ten years, so like, I'm not spoiling anything. If you
1: haven't read it, read it. If you haven't, in the end, yeah. you
0: learn that there isn't one Nemesis. There is basically like it's just a a group of really rich fuckboys. That want to go and cause carnage all over the world. Mm-hmm. So it's a group, and so what I would do is do a true detective, and each one is set in a different country, in a different city, and basically the reign of that nemesis, what they're doing, because how they're taking that, it that too can far. Like give a, you a, a
1: different like genre yeah. each series. I suppose. So go
0: very cat and mouse with it. Very, you know, not procedural because it's it's piecing together the clues to try and outsmart. that kind of like how. Um, death note did when they introduced l
1: okay okay so yeah, it's yeah, like cat
0: and mouse cat and mouse cat and mouse i know who you are you know who i am but do you really know who i am okay. that sort of thing but i i think you keep it dark you keep it from the police side of things so you're seeing these heinous things happen you see what's being taunted yeah. but you're not sat there going you know oh and i want different people to get closer oh did they solve it did they not mm-hmm. solve it but the beauty is if you're doing this on tv and no one's ever seen it you don't know that it's a group of different people every time. So you could watch three seasons of this and you could essentially think it's the same
1: person. I mean, nowadays, you know, it is rare, but some series do go, right, we only want to do this amount of seasons. Yeah. So if you did it, like, say, just three seasons, you could have that twist, you know, the last two episodes and be like, fuck you. That'd be pretty cool. Because that's the thing,
0: like, imagine if in, like, one of the seasons, like one of them got really close and they shot nemesis right yeah and then they get drafted into the final season to come and find them but then when they pull off the thing there's no bullet hole or anything like that Mm -hmm. and that's when he realizes that every nemesis is different
1: yeah
0: um but that's how i do it and i do it as a very limited right you know maybe even a bit more like black mirror like four episodes uh, per season nice like keep it real short so it's literally like set up carnage carnage Redux Exclusion. and yeah. then, and then literally go from there, but just keep it nice and short and go from
1: there because you could literally even do wrap it all up in like 10, 12 episodes. Yeah, nice. like The whole thing, but yeah. split over that's what I mean, yeah. yeah, take my money. Wow,
0: <laughs> that, thank you so much, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Have my money. So, Seth Rogan, when you hear this, uh, that's how what I'm pitching to you. I mean, sure write You this can together. hire
1: us, you um... can
0: hire us, we'll work with you. I think after you've finished, uh, the boys that we should all move on to nemesis together and you know i think i've just nailed it <laughs> um, if you want to subscribe we're going to be doing loads of stuff with the podcast we're back properly we're now back, baby energized and um
1: please five make podcasts sure that in you two weeks mate five podcasts in two weeks we're going in I say?
0: so make sure you subscribe make sure you tell all your friends to subscribe make sure if you haven't checked out episodes one and two of a super fan for all season you do it straight away we spoke to bees about his love of horror and horror comics we spoke to millicent about her love of x-men in all forms this week we're speaking to my very own chris dawson about his, <laughs> his life with power rangers uh, and yeah so just subscribe there's a lot of exciting things going on you can
1: find me at swearboxdj you can find me at amon jacobs you can tweet us both at heroes direct and we will see you next time